my stories. I, I, I did the stories and the illustrations. Sometimes they would send us scripts, but I throw them out the window. I happen to be a guy who does what he wants, lives the way he wants to. I love people in general, even the villains in my comics. To me, a people, there is something in their lives that makes them become a problem to others. That's how I saw everything. Welcome back, kids, and thanks for listening as we continue our celebration of Jack King Kirby Month all month long here in August on Kirby's Kids. Today is Weird Mystery Tales, Volume 1, Issue Number 1 from August of 1972. And the specific story we'll be delving into in this horror anthology series, which came out in the early 70s, is called The Witch Queen of Ancient Sumeria, or The Horoscope Phenomenon, or as it's written in the book, Horoscope Phenomenon, or Witch Queen of Ancient Sumeria. Now, this weird mystery tales is a very interesting anthology. The host... For this, and DC was great about having hosts. I mean, we had Cain and Abel over having House of Mystery and House of Secrets. And in this one, we would have no less than Destiny, written, drawn by Bernie Wrightson as our host. Now, this is ultimately the Destiny that Neil Gaiman would use to then evolve Destiny of the Endless when he was building out his Sandman mythos. And how apropos, now that we have the Sandman streaming program over on Netflix, and that one doing incredible streaming numbers, and a very faithful adaptation of Neil Gaiman's work. Of course, Neil being a producer of that series, as well as working intimately with the writer's room there to make sure that the adaptation was up to his standards. But where did it all begin? Here, in this volume, with this destiny. And destiny says, Men have called my name for countless eons. They have searched the four corners of the world for me. They have defied the forces of the unknown, the realms of the dark mystics, in search of answers they cannot possess. My name is Destiny, and it is my fate to walk alone throughout eternity and observe the follies and mysteries of mankind and to note them all in the cosmic log. And here is Destiny, a very pale uh, figure. You can't see much of him other than his face and his hand, which is very pale, and clutching this purple tome that is chained to his wrist. And he has it up against his breast. And his cloak is of a magenta color. And the tome is a darker purple. And he's floating cosmically in the air. And then right below it, we get into Jack Kirby's first artwork for this issue. And this queen, this witch queen of ancient Samaria there... Uh, appearing to be casting a spell and she is absolutely phenomenal and when we get into this horoscope phenomenon we start out with Pisces 
Pisces, the fish, has the birth symbol of Kenneth Landry, a deep believer in the influence of the stars and planets on the life patterns of individuals of four spectacular cases. His encounter with the time-lost vision was the first to gain attention. And here in the following pages, we get Kenneth Landry's story. And Kenneth happens to be a police detective, and he sees these visions as this witch queen is handing him a line, and it's a phone. And we're taken to action, as only Kirby can do it here in this shootout with a man who is holed up and is anti-authority and figures that there's people spying on him and very, very paranoid. And this guy had served in the wars. He may have some PTSD. And there's even mention of some war souvenirs they brought home with them, meaning some guns and things of that nature. And the police are there in this shootout. And Kenneth Landry is this hard-nosed cop that wants to do well and He ultimately takes inspiration from his dream and ducks into a house next door and actually calls the home where this shooter is. And that distracts the shooter to then go pick up the phone and buys the police the necessary time they need in order to storm the house and eventually subdue the shooter. Then we move on to another visual encounter with what I now consider the same apparition, was the claim of Diane Parker, age 22, and born under the sign of Cancer the Crab. And this one details her and her boyfriend as they are searching for a priceless idol. Turn this horrible, snarling face, leaped at them from the darkness and changed their lives. And it turns out to be the an antique dealer called it the Mandarin Dog. Uncle Harold had bought an item abroad, which indeed overshadowed his other purchases, and this appears to be something of great value that they've found. And then we're taken to another vision. Apparently, the vision didn't stop there. With her bizarre appearances, she made contact with Robert Baldwin, a writer on a weekend vacation. Baldwin studied all the aspects of culture, including astrology. His birth symbol was Virgo. Others, the vision would appear in the context of this astrological sign. And he then is told of a fate of a universe collapsing. And the sound and fury of Baldwin's dream persisted till he was jolted from his nap and found out why. Out of a nightmare and into an electrical storm... I hope the rest of my dream got a script doesn't come true. and But it did. The furious downpour loosened some rock on the hilly side and sent them hurling down toward Baldwin, who was able to escape. And then finally, we're joined by another gentleman who says, fortunately, Baldwin came through with a few scratches like the others, but he told me his story because I sought him out. My reasons stemmed from an experience in archaeology. Years earlier, I'd found myself spending the summer with friends and colleagues who'd unearthed the site of an ancient temple in the area once known as Sumeria in Asia Minor. Here, man built the earliest known civilization, and on these tablets left records of it. And we're here with an archaeologist who proceeds to let us know of his finding. And years later, when I would quiz my subjects about their strange experiences they would describe in detail the likeness of this ritual mask 
that I found that day. Whatever she stood for, it was not for evil. If she had reached across the ages, it was only to warn of danger. The only other artifact I found of note was a stone shard upon which only one carved form was identifiable, my own birth symbol, Leo the Lion. Of course, my research into these strange events goes on. There are still no answers, only more questions. Were the astrological birth signs a manner of contact for some active unknown force? The millenniums seem to have buried uncounted civilizations. How many unheard of powers have been lost and buried with their practitioners? And thus ends our story, which was really being set up to be a serial of sorts that Jack Kirby hoped to continue. And Jack developed this particular story for his Spirit World publication. Then after leaving Marvel Comics at the end of the 60s, Jack came over to DC Comics, where he soon created a series of superhero comics. Of course, we know those collectively as the fourth world. But before that came Spirit World. And this was a magazine that delved into the occult and the supernatural. And many of these Spirit World magazine stories would then find their way into weird mystery tales, issues one through three, and the forbidden tales of Dark Mansion. And these are real gems. And the things that Jack did here were quite inventive. I I absolutely loved all of the illustrations in this particular issue. Witch Queen was done extremely well. Air of Mystery about her was spectacular and how she would come into people's visions through their astrological signs. So when she was there as Pisces, she was very fish-like looking and holding that phone up. And then when she was Cancer she would look like the crab. She had the many legs there. And so she was this humanoid, but would take on these cancer-like, crab-like features. So very much looking humanoid, but would have some aspect of that astrological sign. The same thing would happen with Virgo. And you could see her Virgo rendering is absolutely beautiful with flowers in her hair and these flowing robes and just absolutely exquisite. And Kirby has plenty of crackle in here. You'll see, particularly when we're back in the cancer story and we're looking at this Mandarin dog, this idol that is worth a lot of money. The detail in that statue is phenomenal. You would see beats of this kind of detail show up in his fourth world work as well as the Eternals too. It was just quintessential Jack here. The faces, the jawlines of all the men are very squared off, very rugged, very Jack Kirby. The women are done very feminine and beautiful and very much in that Jack Kirby style that he would do. Very reverent, very respectful. The Witch Queen here of uh, Sumeria, she is very sensual in her look and to be very captivating, very ethereal, grab the attention of the people that are having these dreams, that are seeing these visions related to their horoscope. I think the inclusion here of Destiny and the introduction as the host is pretty significant, this being that first appearance and being a beat of inspiration for Neil Gaiman as he would develop the Endless and that entire Sandman mythos. He was able to plumb all of the different characters within that DC universe up to a point. And he used a lot of the lesser known characters. And I think these were comic books that he would find as a kid 
and he found quite interesting, just as he used Cain and Abel also in those mythos, in those hosts, and really took them to new heights, specifically destiny here, as being the foundation of the Endless and the development there of that seven brothers and sisters and the Endless. All in all, this is a great installment of fantastic work by Jack Kirby. Weird Mystery Tales, Volume 1, Issue Number 1, would come out in August of 1972. The writer for Witch Queen of Ancient Samaria is Jack Kirby. His penciler was also Jack Kirby. His anchor was the ever-faithful Mike Royer. And our editor is E. Nelson Bridwell. I would highly encourage you to go out and read Weird Mystery Tales, Volume 1, Issue Number 1. And specifically... Witch Queen of Ancient Samaria, as this is a hidden gem that Jack Kirby did during his time over at DC. And we hope that you will join us for our continuing reads throughout the entire month of August for Jack King Kirby Month on Kirby's Kids. Whatever I put in my comments, I hopefully feel that this love that people may have been transmitted to them and help them and help them. Not helping in any way, I'm not a psychiatrist, but just giving them another friend.